If you're an author or plan to be one, get excited because this podcast is for you. Book Marketing Mentors is the only podcast dedicated to helping you successfully market and sell your book. If you're ready for empowering conversations with successful marketing mavens, then grab a coffee or tea and listen in to your host, international best-selling author, Susan Friedman. Welcome to Book Marketing Mentors, the weekly podcast where you learn proven strategies, tools, ideas, and tips from the masters. Every week, I introduce you to a marketing master who will share their expertise to help you market and sell more books. Today, my special guest mentor of the week is podcast guru, John Lee Dumas. John is the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire, an award-winning podcast revealing the journey of today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over $250,000 a month in revenue and offers a free 15-day course on podcasting at freepodcastcourse.com. With over a million unique listeners a month, Entrepreneur on Fire has inspired Fire Nation to take control of their life and take the entrepreneurial leap. Are you prepared to ignite? John, welcome and thank you for being this week's guest expert and mentor. Susan, there is no place I'd rather be. Thanks for hosting me on this amazing show. Let's uh, do this. Well, great. So, John, let's chat about how authors can use podcasts to promote their book. So with the many thousands of people you've coached and mentored over the years, tell us what works and what doesn't. I'm a huge believer in the phrase, we all need to be standing upon the shoulders of giants, or at least recognize the fact that we are. We have all learned from those who have come before us in so many ways, shapes, and forms. And I definitely know a lot about podcasting. I have learned from those who have come before me, and I've learned from those who have come after me because we are always innovating and creating new ways to podcast, et cetera. And when it comes to book publishing and marketing, et cetera, like I do the exact same thing. I've learned from those who have come before me. And I think a really great example that I would highly recommend all of the listeners to check out because this is something that's doing it at such a high level. I mean, I have now published, self-published two books and been extremely successful with both of those, especially my most recent one, which we can talk about more in a little bit. But somebody who's been doing this at a really high level for a very long time, both in the traditional and in the self-publishing realm is Michael Port. And he is a New York Times bestselling author for multiple books. He's just a rock star in that area. But when he decided to release his latest book, Steal the Show, he said, hey, I'm going to do something really special when it comes to marketing my book on my podcast. And for 20 straight episodes, he just read from excerpts and chapters of his book that really just built up a lot of interest into the actual publication and publishing of that book. So it was like this great glimpse into what this book was going to be, kind of built up a team around it. And then when the launch day came, everybody was like, wow, like this book is already giving me so much value. Like I just want to hold it in my hands. Like I just want the rest. I want it all in one cool place. Hence, they went and grabbed the book. And it was like a great example to me of how somebody who knows all spectrums, the traditional, the self-publishing, the podcasting world, like he knows all of these things. He could have done it any one of those three ways, or as he ended up doing it, a combination of two, the self-publishing and podcasting. It was really fascinating to me what he did. And I think somebody that I definitely looked to when I published a couple of months later 
the Freedom Journal, which is a journal on how to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So that's a quick example, Susan, and uh, I think a great one for any listener to check out. I absolutely agree with you. And he's one of my favorite people. I absolutely love that book, Steal the Show. I've listened to it multiple times and I'm looking forward to having Michael as a guest on uh, this show as well so he can talk more about that. Let's talk about some mistakes that podcasters make. A huge mistake that a lot of podcasters make is the fact that, number one, they do look around and they do stand up on the shoulders of giants, and that's not a mistake. That is what you should do. You should learn from those who have come before you. You should study what their techniques are, their rhythm, their cadence, and say, hey, like, how does that feel with me? And test those things out. But then the big mistake they make within that is that they continue to move into that copying and mimicking realm. They don't let their unique voice shine through that. Like for me, I learned from so many people that came before me in the podcasting world. But what did I do? I took their ideas, their practices, and then I applied it to me, JLD, my personal voice. Because there's one thing about podcasting, and that's authenticity. And you can tell right off the bat, if you're not being your authentic voice, your authentic self, it really comes through. I mean, we humans have this incredible ability to listen for authenticity. It's a lot easier to be inauthentic when you're writing and it's just like words on a page because we don't get that tone voice. We don't get those inflections. You know, there's a lot of subconscious cues that the speaker and the listener will pick up on and will give, et cetera. So that's really important as a podcaster that you're relying on your voice that you find a way to make sure it's your voice coming through. And believe me, it's not going to be, you know, from episode one, the perfect essence and transparency of you. It's going to take some time for you to find your voice, but just know you need to strive for it. And those big mistakes that I see are podcasters that don't even look and don't even strive for their own voice. They just continue to kind of mimic and copy others. Again, to sum up real quick, Stand on the shoulders of giants when it comes to learning and finding your swing. But once you found your swing, let your personality, your voice shine through. It's interesting that you should say that because, you know, I've taken your podcasting course and I still continue to refer to all the pieces of it. And I wanted my first podcast to be perfect and it wasn't. And I held back, you know, putting it out because and then I was like, you know what, just do it. Just get it out there and grow with it. And that's exactly what I feel I've done. And I don't know what episode this is going to be, (laughs) but whatever it is, it's just I'm growing with it. And I've learned a lot. You know, the quality's gotten better. I'm feeling more relaxed with it. I'm feeling as if this is more the authentic me, you know, just as you said. So all the things that you're talking about, I know exactly. I've been there. I know it. So anyone who wants to go into podcasting, first of all, they've got to take your course. (laughs) (laughs) So talk about why did you decide to do podcasts? I mean, what made you do that? Because you published, I believe, the books after you've done the podcasting. You'd been in that realm. So talk about your history and how you transitioned into all of this. Yeah, we need to use the word books pretty lightly here because the first book that I published was Podcast Launch, which I wrote in one weekend. You know, not that a length of time necessarily is the answer of whether the book's good or not, but I wrote it in a weekend and I've continued to update that ever since. So it's a small, very compact, specific book on a specific topic. And then the Freedom Journal 
is a journal. So, I mean, I definitely wrote a number of pages in the forward, in the description, et cetera. But then once you get to day one and night one, it's just a repetition because it's a journal that you write. And so definitely not what you would call a traditional author who's written, you know, four or 500 page books, you know, that are out there with 30, 40, 50, 80,000 words. Like this is, you know, the path that I took through podcasting because frankly, I don't like to write. I don't think I'm a great writer. Now, I do believe that I could become a great writer like I think anybody could because if you want to be a writer, you need to write. But I wanted to be a podcaster, so I decided to podcast and I wanted to podcast at a high level, which turns out for me to be seven days a week. So for the last 1,225 days, I've released an episode. Haven't missed a day. A couple days, there's been a couple episodes because I release bonus episodes every now and then as well. So for me, podcasting was the outlet, was the medium that I wanted to use to get my voice, my message, my mission out to the world. And that's what I really, really wanted to stick to because again, I got it. I understood what it meant to have conversations with people, to pull the stories out of them. I got better over time. I improved. I became a real podcast host that could guide my guests in a story and have my listeners get a lot out of that. And that was where I saw my strengths were and I wanted to amplify that. And you certainly continue to do that. I mean, I know that (laughs) <laughs> if my listeners have not listened to your Entrepreneur on Fire, they have to go straight from this. Once you finish listening to this, go to Entrepreneur on Fire and Yay. start listening to some of your superb interviews. So I think what would be a really nice idea is to talk about, you know, this, how you launch the Freedom Journal and you've used the podcast and you've used other ways to launch this. Let's talk about that because how many of you sold to date? I mean, it's been record-breaking. Yeah, so the Freedom Journal, I launched it on January 4th of 2016 as a Kickstarter campaign. Um, In over 33 days, we focused on the 33-day campaign of the Freedom Journal, and we ended up selling just over 10,000 copies for a total revenue generation of $453,000, which ended up being the sixth most funded publishing campaign of all time on Kickstarter, which I'm very, very proud of. And for people who are experienced in the book publishing world, who've published even New York Times bestselling books, et cetera, you know, they're going to tell you like, man, like $453,000 on just the launch of a book is an incredible amount of money. Because the problem is, and I think you probably talk about this, Susan, but you know, a lot of people just say, if I can just launch my book and then I can just sit back and let the royalty check start flowing in. And, and that's just not a reality. Even for people, you know, like Michael Port, and he talks about this, how, who is a New York Times bestselling author of multiple books, there needs to be more to your business than just publishing a great book. There needs to be a funnel in place. There needs to be a business built around that. So for me with the Freedom Journal, I went into it as a business because I knew what my audience needed. They needed a unique process to set and accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. And that was the focus of this publishing product. And that's exactly what it was, was a product. So I spent a year creating the product. I self-funded the publication of 20,000 copies of the Freedom Journal. Like I had a little confidence going in, this was going to work. But I also knew that this was going to be an evergreen product, meaning that I can continue to sell the Freedom Journal for years to come, you know, even if it had not necessarily done that well on the launch. You know, as it is now, I'm already into the ordering of my next 20,000 copies right now to kind of keep up with demand. So it ended up working out. But you need to really say, hey, like, where am I in my business? How does this fit in? And for me, I was able to self-fund 
get the 20,000 copies shipped over to the warehouse here in LA and then say, hey, I'm going to do this via Kickstarter because I want it to be a transparent and potentially viral campaign, which it turned into. I think the key is you said you made this a business and more authors, I believe, need to look at their book as a business and not just writing a book because, you know, Michael Port is one of the few people who will say, you know, is that, you know, you don't get rich just publishing a book and being a best selling author. I mean, you need more than that. There needs to be a business behind it. And you saying that demonstrates that this Freedom Journal is a business and it's an evergreen. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. I mean, I think you're brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll receive that. Thank you, Susan. And I really do want to make sure the listeners do understand that, you know, a book can be an amazing springboard into a business. Yes. Like I'm saying that a book can be the way to go to break into your industry, to become the authority figure, to be looked at with credibility in that area that you want to be looked at with authority and credibility. I mean, it's an amazing springboard. But again, you just want to make sure that you have a business plan around it because, you know, just that whatever it's going to be. And again, I don't even really know the traditional world, but, you know, 25 cents, $1.25, whatever that ever is that you're going to get per copy when you go through the traditional book publishing route, you know, that's not going to, you know, put you on an island in the Caribbean for the rest of your life. But what can is when people get to the end of that book and they say, wow, Susan is amazing in this topic. She really just blew my mind with her knowledge bombs, et cetera. And oh, what does it say here? Susan's talking about a URL that I can go to take a free course about this topic. So I go to susan.com and I say, wow, here's a free course. And I sign up for that free course by entering my email address in. And then Susan's providing me with an amazing 10-day course on this topic. And I'm like, you know, I just, I bought a book for 10, 20 bucks. Susan delivered amazing value. Then I took a free course with Susan and she absolutely just blew me away with the value of this free course. And then at the end of that free course, she's saying, oh, by the way, I have a premium community. Like it's not for everybody, but if you loved the book, if you just crushed the course and you want to take things to the next level, those who are really looking to invest in themselves and be premium in this and to be authority figures like I've become, you know, here's an opportunity for you to click here and see this premium community that I've created that has, you know, products, services, tutorials, community, you know, one-on-one coaching with me, group coaching, whatever that might be that you decide to create. That's an example of a funnel that Susan can create to build this incredible audience. And guess what? 95% of people that take her free course aren't going to be ready for the premium. And that's fine because the premium is going to be high priced. And so she's going to be generating revenue there. But then number two, those 95% of people that signed up, that gave their email for that free course, Susan can continue to market to them over time with value. And she can say, hey guys, like you signed up for this free course. I'm going to be holding a webinar next week on this topic. If you want to come, it's a free webinar. We're going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And then at the end, I'm going to give you an inside look into my community. And so now Susan's going to have another opportunity to deliver more value to this targeted audience. And then at the end of that webinar, say, all right, guys, like, you know, you went through the book, you went through the course, you went through this workshop. Like, are you ready to take this next step? Like, here it is. Like, you have 30 days to try it out. If it's not for you, you know, you can move off to the side and, and you can get a full refund. And Susan, like that's how I built that exact method. It's how I took people that read podcast launch, 
went to freepodcastcourse.com, signed up for a free podcast course, went to my podcast workshops that I hold twice a month, and then joined Podcasters Paradise, which now has 2,800 members, $3.5 million in revenue in the last two years. That is the process. It's brilliant. And before you even said that, I was like, oh, this is his business model. <laughs> and really, you should be substituting Susan for John. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pleased you did. Or for the listener, you know, or for the your listener. name. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a brilliant business model. And thank you for sharing that. I mean, you went so fast. I know that listeners are going to have to rewind and rewind and Which is the beauty of to podcasting. This. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's fabulous. So now that you've talked so much about the journal, how can our listeners get a hold of a copy? What's the process? Tell us more. Yeah, so what's really cool about the Freedom Journal to kind of continue to give more insights into what we did is, you know, we opened the Kickstarter campaign on January 4th, and then we ran it for 33 days, kind of a, a random number, but, you know, I like the number three. We closed the doors on day 33, so February 5th, where we finished, you know, with over 7,000 backers and over 10,000 journals were sold because many of the backers chose two, four, five, or 10 books, which is what you can really do that's cool on Kickstarter is, is put those packages together very simply and very easily. So that was fun. And then we went through like a, a week and a half address collection process through Kickstarter. So we got all the addresses of people that signed up and pledged. Um, and of course, their credit cards were then run and the money was processed, et cetera. And that took a little while on such a, you know, it was almost half a million dollars. So that kind of takes some time. And then actually, as we're talking, Susan, today, all the books were shipped out. We uploaded the CSV file to my the company that I use for distribution called shipwire.com. And the books went out. And now that the books are out, I'll kind of be keeping an eye on when they actually arrive into the hands of the Kickstarter pledge backers because I'm insisting, you know, just as a personal desire that my Kickstarter backers are the first people to get their hands on this book. So I want the books to be snugly in their hands and then we're going to turn on our store over at thefreedomjournal.com as well as at Amazon. There's 5,000 copies waiting at Amazon right now. Then we'll turn on those two stores. So my thefreedomjournal.com and then of course on Amazon. I'm kind of predicting probably late February, early March, we'll turn those two stores on and then people will be able to go there and purchase the Freedom Journal as they desire. And right now actually, and this is kind of a cool thing as well that I think would be helpful for the listeners as a tool we are using a great tool called Celery, just like the vegetable. But if you type in Celery pre-orders into Google, you'll see exactly the company that I'm talking about. It, And we're using them for pre-orders right now. And what's really cool about Celery is that if people go to thefreedomjournal.com and if they arrive there before we've actually turned the store on in late February or early March 2016, then you will see that you can pre-order the Freedom Journal right now. And what will happen is, a very simple order form will pop up that will just take your information and your credit card information, but it won't charge you. So there's no charging that happens. But then once we actually decide to turn the store on and make it available for everybody, then all those orders that have come in as pre-orders will get charged and shipped out to the right people. And so as we sit right here, we're actually at over 150 pre-orders on that. So the books aren't going to be shipped out because, again, I'm holding them back purposely until my Kickstarter backers get their journals. Then we'll turn that on, run the pre-orders, ship those, and then just be able to have both my thefreedomjournal.com and Amazon store running. 
So I was excited this morning that there was an email that said, your Freedom Journal is on its way. That's it. I'm glad you got that, by the way, because uh, that means it worked out well. And and as you can see, Susan, was pretty cool is I was able to put a little marketing in there. If you read that, you saw that I said, hey, join the Facebook group. Uh, here's the link. If you want to share with your friends, you know, share the link, thefreedomjournal.com. And oh, by the way, if you, know, you want to download your app because an app comes with the book, you know, here are the two links to the app. Again. I think you're brilliant. And (laughs) thank you for sharing all of that, because this is valuable for the listeners to understand the process. I mean, you've explained exactly what you've done. And as you said, all the thousands of copies that you've already sold, and there are many more that are going to be sold, I know, because as you said, this is going viral, and it'll go even further. So congratulations. Thank you so much. What's the best way for our listeners to contact you? Well, all the magic for me happens at eofire.com. That's our headquarters, eofire.com. You can get access to all of our free courses there. That's the webinar course that's completely free where we teach how to do webinars, free podcast course, which is a free course on podcasting. So it's all there at eofire.com, even a contact me form. So you can just click on that and uh, get a hold of me. I will say I'm definitely letting everybody know that I am obsessed with Snapchat. If you think it's for teenage girls, then you are sadly behind the times and it's time to get with it. It's the most powerful social media platform out there and those that get it know it and I highly recommend checking it out and you can find me eofire.com slash snap. But of course, um, I'd love anybody to check out a little more about The Freedom Journal and you can do that at thefreedomjournal.com. Fantastic. And thank you for sharing Snapchat. I <laughs> was not familiar with that. So I'm obviously In just a couple weeks ago, Susan, I wasn't either. But um, <laughs> the reality is Snapchat is here to stay. Perfect. I'm going to check it out as soon as you and I are done. So <laughs> if you could leave our listeners, John, with a golden nugget of information, what would that be? I want to bring it back to simplicity. If you want to be, do. I wanted to be a podcaster back in 2012. I had no experience, no idea how to do it, but I just had the podcast. That was the only way I was going to become a podcaster. If you want to be a writer, write. And I think it was actually Stephen King that said, hey, writers, write. It's really that simple. So whatever it is that you want to be in this world, you have to do that thing. Stop letting other things get in the way of doing the thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been amazing. And listeners, Thank you for taking time out of your precious day to listen to this interview, and I sincerely hope that it sparks some ideas that you can use to sell more books. This week's podcast is sponsored by PickFew, the company that quickly and easily tests market book covers, book titles, promotional material, and more. Click the link on the Book Marketing Mentors website to claim a special 10% discount on your first poll. Here's wishing you much book marketing success. The time is now to take action and finally build your book selling empire. And the great news is that Susan is here to help you. Visit bookmarketingmentors.com and sign up for a free 15-minute book marketing strategy session with Susan. She'll help you discover your first steps to marketing and selling your book. Only those who take action are rewarded. So visit bookmarketingmentors.com and we'll see you again next week.